So for those of you that don't follow me on other social media platforms outside of maybe Instagram, you should definitely be following me there. TikTok, it's really fun. You got to follow me there too. YouTube, yeah, you can subscribe over there as well. Um, maybe you just listen to the podcast and that's cool too. And I appreciate you so much, but I also hang out on Facebook. Of course, my group. Yes. Join that as well. Clubhouse. And you might not have ever heard of Clubhouse. It's a social audio app where people can go and just talk. There's no feeds. It's just real time. It's real life. It's, it's speaking. It's an awesome opportunity. If you want to be a speaker for you to practice and hone in on your craft, but It's something that I've done over the course of the last two years since it came out during the COVID era, and it skyrocketed so many awesome relationships that even catapulted my opportunity to host Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference, and so many cool things have transpired just by saying yes to a platform that I didn't have any idea how to use, but I said, open it up one day, and I'm like, okay, God, do your thing. Have your way. I say yes to your will, and it's been beautiful. So this specific episode is pulled from the social audio app, Clubhouse, when I'm sharing in that space and and dropping gems, if you will, is something that they say, and I'm moderating on that space as well. It's basically like I just have the mic on a platform with a bunch of people listening. It's a live podcast, to be honest. I'm processing this as I'm saying it out loud. Regardless, it's really cool. You're going to get the goods here since you might not hang out with me there, but I am live 8 a.m. on Wednesdays and 11.30 a.m. on Wednesdays on something called Breakfast with Champions. You can also find us on Instagram if you want to find out more about it. And join us on the social audio app and in the rooms all over. There's lots going on in that space. I pray it blesses you. In fact, I know that it will, but I still want to pray because it's His will, not mine. His voice, not mine. So get the nuggets that you need and activate, friends. Be fit in faith. That's what we're here for. Founders, innovators, and trailblazers in their faith who are saying yes as marketplace ministers. All right, enjoy. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness broadcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. My name is Tamara Andress, and my heart and passion is that equipping leaders in the marketplace, marketplace ministers is what we call you, um, what our community is referenced as, and ultimately the recognition that we are all called to uh, lead and by example, create disciples in that process. And if you are not in your faith or your Christian faith, I, I believe that even this message associated to a higher being 
clinging to a God that exists will resonate with you because of my attention to words and words carry weight. And so uh, about two and a half years ago, I had a revelation around the business strategies that I was teaching, as well as the business strategies that I was receiving. And ultimately, as I had been building businesses at that point for about 12 years, uh, about eight different businesses up until that point in my life, and some of which were on multi-million dollar budgets. And so I had a lot of experiences from and through a lot of different lens with a lot of different people. And business was always the focal point. And in that business, we would focus then on building a brand in order for it to kind of toss back and forth. If I have a good brand, I have a great business. If I have a good business, my brand will have more momentum. And what everyone was forgetting, even in the search and the quest of that question, why are we doing what we're doing? And there was always these like ethereal feel good responses because we as a human being and want to make sure that we're operating out of a place of servant leadership. And I really do believe in the goodness of humanity and the desire to help others. Um, but I feel like in the pursuit of business and brand, we can forget the identity of who we are, who we are connected to and the safe haven that we're actually creating no matter what genre of business we're developing. So I had this revelation around this, this cycle that's also critical for us to continue to flow through in rhythm on a daily basis, a minute by minute basis, in fact, an annual basis. And, and this is applicable no matter what time of year or what um, state of business you're in. And it's this knowing that being must proceed seed uh, precede brand and business. So it's being, it's, it's first identity. It's first. I cannot build a brand. I cannot brand a person. I cannot brand a business until I know who that business is and who they're meant to serve. And so there is this understanding for you individually that you have to prioritize that for yourself and not be in pursuit consistently of the things outside of self that will actually end up controlling you. What I've come to recognize just in the last couple of um, hours, I told you this all kind of was a download in the last 24, 48 hours, was uh, a part of this conversation after six hours of training uh, with my co-host, and you'll see this link in, in the downloadable areas of whatever listening platform you're on. Uh, I did this training the last two days, Monday and Tuesday, and it was six hours of just rich experience. And if you are a business owner and you aren't thinking about the experience in which you're creating, whether it's through a training, whether it's through a workshop, whether it's through an email that you're sending, whether it's through a post that you're making, and you are just putting out content for content's sake, you are actually drying up what will be the momentum and the blessing to come because there's no, there's no weight to it. And so I sat at the end of this six hour experience and I had so much weight and this is what led me to falling asleep, crying in joy, because the weight of glory is heavy, but it is also light and sweet. So much so that someone even sent me a direct message and she was in tears, or I was in tears because of her message. And she said, it feels as if I just had not just a really delicious cupcake. 
not just a really delicious cupcake with icing, but the end, the finale of that training had the, the whipped cream with the caramel drizzle and the cinnamon topping, and it was so succulent. You should be creating a lifestyle of sustenance because success will run dry. Success will stale. It will go moldy after a while. You see this time and time again when people who have great, quote unquote, success end up drying up. They, they end up actually sometimes taking their own lives because the things that once brought them sustenance or succulence has now molded before them and they have no sense of value because they have no sense of identity because they have no sense of being and so problems that people throw my way often might be around valuation. It might be around pricing. It might be around clarity. But ultimately, the root of everyone's desire is power. And I know that feels very selfish. It feels very um, egotistical. It feels very self-serving. But it's actually so much the antithesis of that. So you want more finances, not because you want money, but because money you believe has power. You want someone, you want a bigger team, you want more influence because you feel like in those things there is power. You want to even be in a relationship because you want to be a power couple. You want more weight on the, the ends of the belt or the bench because you want more power. You want to feel the power, you want to experience the power, and you want to be able to release the power. And yet, I see time and time again that instead of receiving the power, we're actually giving the power away. Because the things that we focus on and the things that we put our attention into and the things that we run after will actually strip us of our ability to control it. And power and control go hand in hand. And so you're tired of feeling inferior. You're tired of feeling lost. You're tired of feeling overwhelmed. You're tired of feeling hopeless. You're tired of trying every single strategy and nothing feels to be working. You're tired of falling asleep crying because you don't have what you want. You're tired of feeling happy. Or having to fictitiously wear this mask of happiness when we know joy is a wellspring and joy is a person. And person is a being. And being is an identity. And it's connected to this idea and this way of prayer that has been taught to us for generations and generations and generations. It says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. I mentioned that I didn't have this revelation until the last 24, 48 hours, but I had the revelation about being brand in business two and a half years ago. As I was building and I was recognizing that I was still feeling this element of tiredness. And yet I had been accessing, accessing in excess this power and I couldn't figure out why is this not flowing into my business? Why am I only feeling this sense in one realm? 
It's because I wasn't applying the principles. And you just heard someone say this. You heard them say that this actually, the principles of business apply to the principles of life. And that is true. This is wisdom we're speaking to. And so if you're actually wanting power and maybe you haven't formulated or checked the box to say, yeah, 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 I see that the thing I'm seeking after actually has a root need of power, I'll go a little further. Because I believe power is connected to wisdom. Power is you wanting to control your circumstance because you want to feel safe. It's also wanting you wanting to control the future because you want other people you're connected to to feel safe. That's what legacy is. You want to know your purpose. You want to walk in your calling. But you aren't willing to sit in the being in your identity of today because you're always running towards tomorrow. You want clarity, but I can assure you, if you sit still enough, your eyes will be opened to the power and the presence that is around you in this moment. Everything around you has breath. Everything around you has energy. Everything around you has frequency. And therefore, everything around you has power. There are atoms in those things. And just like when the multiplication happened of bread and fish, the way that that happened scientifically is that they broke apart atoms. And when you break apart an atom, it multiplies. Many more atoms establish around it because it wants an identity, because it wants a weight, because it wants a power. The thing that you seek after, even you want the money to multiply because you want the power to multiply. But in fact, you are actually being controlled by the thing in which you seek after because you aren't established in your being. You are established in your identity. When you know your value without a shadow of a doubt, the money comes to you. You don't seek after the money. You don't have a question of valuation. You don't have a question of who should I hire. In fact, they come knocking because you are connected to the all-powerful essence of energy that is now flowing to you and through you rather than you going out and seeking it. And so I wonder which side of the coin of power are you on today? Are you operating as the head or the tail? Are you being controlled by the influence and the social media platform? Or are you controlling it? Are you being controlled by the money or are you controlling it? Are you being in control of the education in which your children are learning or is it in control of them? Are you in control of your health or is your health controlling you? Are you in control of your spirituality or is that rock or that star or that sage or those cards in control of you because you think they carry the power? No, 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 my friends, my sisters, my brothers. I need you to recognize 
I learned this new phraseology while helping a podcaster bring his podcast to life this past week. He's a uh, currently activated Navy SEAL, and he's um, he's facing retirement here soon for all the right reasons. And he was telling me, and I, the name is eluding me in this moment. There's an exact word. So if somebody knows it, feel free to shout it out or put it in the chat. But when people come together and they share shields, they, they kind of overlap together on the front line. It, it creates this barricade that is almost nearly impossible to break. Nothing can come in and together they move forward. They charge forward. They are in control. And what I am finding time and time again is people putting down their weapons. People are, are literally releasing their identity. They're saying, I can't fight this battle. I'm already being overtaken by the enemy. I am struggling here. They're in their own victimhood and allowing that to be their identity. And I'm telling you, I am on the front lines of a battle I see the spiritual warfare every single day. I see people starving, homeless, helpless, impoverished, angry. They're in conflict with themselves, let alone society. And it's because of this. It's because of the kingdom in which they are honoring. They are honoring false idols they're honoring rules and regulations that are supposedly over top of the king of kings. No government overthrows the kingdom of heaven. No educational system overflows the wisdom of heaven. No dollar bill or coin or peso or anything overflows the currency of heaven. There is richness untouched. And there's enough for all of us. But if I'm the only one standing here, and I know I'm not alone, thank God. But when I see you and I look to you and I see the brokenness and I see you weeping and falling asleep in this victimhood rather than falling asleep in victory, I have to vocalize this. You have to vocalize this. You are not sick and weary and tired. You are not old news. You are not new news. There is a lasting truth. And the thing that you want, that you desire so badly, exists in a being that is higher than you. Kingdom breaks down into two words. Kingdom breaks down into king, which is the B. That's who you are. You are a king you are a daughter or a son of a king, and therefore you're an heir to a throne. And if you don't start acting like it, this will be passed to someone who doesn't need or doesn't need to receive it. Someone else is going to claim authority over that lineage, over that descendant, over that territory, over that place, over that business. Why? Because... They're either in control or think they're in control, and it's an enemy tactic to distract you, to keep you suppressed. But guess what? You are the victor because the victory has already been won. The enemy is telling you lies, taunting you about your value, taunting you about who and who you do not have and in your corner. He's doing this inside of families. He's doing this inside of marriages. He's doing this inside of the homes across humanity. 
He's doing this in governmental systems. He's doing this in healthcare. We think we have problems when in fact we have access to the power. So let me give you an example, and it's from the best book ever sold, millions and millions and millions of copies. It continues to be the number one best-selling author, and therefore it continues to be the number one best-selling influence, and so no influence goes over top of this. The Bible tells us over and over again about the power, the kingdom. I haven't even gotten to the dumb. I'm still talking the dumb, huh? Not the dumb. The dumb will speak. The dominion is the second half of that word. The king of kings, you being that connected to the one who created you. And so you see Peter and James and John, you see them fishing in a boat. They had a business. They were fishermen and they had spent all night. They were weary. I witnessed last night a woman share of her weariness. After 20 years of operating her business, she said, this will be my year. Because she was instilled with an an added measure of power, of hope, because she stopped looking to all the problems and she received an outcome. Business strategy right now is telling you to teach people what they need to learn, but not ever teaching them how until they pay you. Do you know how broken that is? It's, it's someone coming to me and being like, wow, look at all the blessings around you. How is your marriage on 10 years still going the way that it is? How is your family so happy and content? Speaking to contentment, like he said. How is your, is your trees bearing such fruit? How are you not starving? How are you not downcast with the systems the way that they are? If I didn't point them to the king of kings, if I didn't tell them about the dominion in which I exist, what service would I be doing? We cannot be weary, my friends. We have to stand to the fight. You have to pick up your sword. You have to pick up your shield. You have to armor up. And you have to recognize that the thing in which controls you, Peter and James thought that the fish were in control. They said, ah, they weren't hungry today. I went without again. I'm going to have to go home and tell my wife and children, I didn't, I didn't catch anything today. I didn't make the sale. I didn't convert the lead. You got to go to your husband again and say, sorry, I just took the last bit of money because I really believe in this business. Do you believe so much in the being that is you that you would invest in your spiritual growth? That you would invest in the being in the presence of the Lord today? that you would invest in a relationship, in a conversation that could change your entire life. Because in one moment it happened for them. Why do you doubt that it couldn't happen for you? In a moment of surrender, they let their entire business go because Jesus said, follow me. But first he provided a miracle. He provided a sign. He spoke a word to the fish. Because guess what? He has dominion. He has power over them. Just as he gave Adam power over the animals when he first gave him breath. Just as he got mad at the disciples when he woke up and he said, why did you wake me? They said, Jesus, the wind and the waves, they're controlling the boat. They're scaring us. He said, you have the power 
to silence the storm. Okay, I guess I'll do it again. We're constantly giving dominion to other things. We're releasing our power to other people. We released our children's power in the educational system when we let them choose that education was a public a duty that we had to send our, our children. It was a law. And guess who made that law? Not even the government, not even our political system, but a Rockefeller and a guy by the end of Gates. They chose that. A family heirloom connected to wanting to keep power. They wanted to keep suppression. So they plucked the kids out of the fields because the fields were becoming lucrative. The fields were finding favor and they saw with their own eyes that power was being restored in the people. Do you realize that your power carries every word that you speak comes from this place, this well of dominion of the territory in which been you've been gifted and yet you're letting your circumstances have the power. And so I ask you in this last minute to fix your eyes on the king of kings so that you can carry the torch the air, the territory, because all of our callings are exactly the same. The way in which you steward the dominion, the doing, that's what dominion means, the do. Everyone's focused on the doing first, the business first, but focus on the being first and your dominion will prosper. Because how you do it is based in your gifts and your talents. And everything will be given unto you because he sent his Holy Spirit to you. And he's working through you every single minute if you release your own control. It's time for you to take dominion. It's time for you to have the power. But point to the king. Sorry and not sorry that I am interrupting your very incredible podcast with an interjected commercial on something else that I find really important or I wouldn't put it in the middle of the show because the show is rich. But I am witnessing over and over again with marketplace ministers, with entrepreneurs, with leaders who haven't yet figured it out on how do I break through this glass ceiling of finances connected to freedom and prosperity, which is God promised. It's a location and it's a place of being and it's something that's blocking you. And I want to help teach you that truth can be taught and value can be given without me needing to offer you anything. But I am going to offer you something. (laughs) I'm going to offer you an opportunity to come connect and experience and learn and sit alongside others who are learning in a two-day mastermind training. This is content that we share inside of our 25K mastermind. And so we want to fully make it open to the public with intention of equipping you to do the thing you're called to do. We're so tired of people not being able to break through this, this Brit, this bondage. And so it's 30, 50, 100K months. It's a methodology that has been cracked by an incredible marketing company that works with some of the top influencers in the world. And so all of that data has been collected to teach this strategy in addition 
addition to teaching you the multi-channel influence that I know you're going to need in order for you to propel the message God has put on your heart. So that's a lot. All you need to know is go to Tamara.live to get the goods to sign up to claim your seat today. It's only two days. It's six hours. It's going to be the most highly invested time that you could possibly spend with this six hours because it's really expensive if you don't. Do you want to lose 100K a month? I don't know about you, but I don't. I don't. We need this to come in and funnel through our experience. So when you put your name and email, it's super quick. You'll see, you'll get to talk to someone on my team to make sure it's the right fit. I don't want you wasting your time and I surely don't want you wasting your energy. And so... Yeah, that's that for now. Anyway, keep enjoying this show, and I'm so grateful you're in the community. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you, hopefully, at the Mastermind Workshop. Hey, y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you may even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this is going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way.
Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you may even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts and facts, and it's going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.